There has been a murder, and you are a suspect. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special all-play episode of the Nerd of Godcast. We are so excited to have you here. Welcome, and uh, say hello, everybody, to our listeners. Hello! Hello. To our listeners. It's going to be a fantastic night tonight, because not only is this evening an all-play, this evening is also a very special murder mystery dinner, where your Nerd of Godcast crew is going to be uh, sharing with you on a journey. We will be performing a murder mystery. Uh, night and we don't even know how this thing's going to end so we're going to be listening and trying to unwrap uncover the clues along with you so sit back relax and play along with us we'd love to connect with you the best way for you to do that is to find us across all the social medias that's on Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube and TikTok at Nerd of Godcast you can also uh, check us out online at nerdofgodcast.com or visit our Facebook small group that's the Nerd of God Squad you can leapfrog right there by going to nogsquad.com Come hang out with us. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So, tonight, I want to introduce you to our crew, but I'm going to do it by introducing you to their characters. And then, just a moment, our dinner service is going to begin. I will give you the background of our story that we will be performing, and then we will get right into it. Tonight, playing the number one heartthrob actor in daytime soap operas, Keith Malone, it is Steve O. Supremo. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hi. Are you in character or just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, you just we're just we're just us right now. The, the, okay. the scene has not been set. Okay. Uh, tonight she will be playing Stephanie Idol, the country's number one ranked tennis player. Would you please welcome Alexandria Marka? I'm still everybody's friend, I promise. <laughs> Even if you turn out to be the murderer. <gasps> We have a tech genius and creator of the hugely popular Robot Chase video game. Tonight, Eugene Baxter will be played by Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. I like to think that I, I'm in, in real life, I'm a very you know tech-forward person. I had an iPhone 8 for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally just got his own username on AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. Wow. Wait, AOL? <laughs> uh, we have... Uh, also with us, the hottest new pop singing sensation blowing up on the MTV, uh, Amber Fox, will be played by Julia Cameron Colazzo. Hey, everybody. All right. <laughs> and uh, because we had a lot of extra parts that we needed to fill tonight, we went back to the Nerd of Godcast archives. Joining us once again from uh, previous seasons, uh, tonight she will be playing... Heather Jackson, the founder and CEO of a catalog cosmetics company, will you welcome lovely lady Lee Smotty? Hola. Playing the part of Annabelle Weathers, a domestic goddess and devoted housewife, will you welcome back for the first time in a long time, Jessica Manchester. <laughs> 
for the moment, Sadler. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Fantastic. By the time this comes out. <laughs> By the time yeah. this comes out. Jessica Sadler. Uh, yay! yay! Oh, and rounding out our uh, our crew tonight, she is an aerobics instructor who has made her fortune appearing in fitness videotapes. Tiffany Wilde will be played by Jackie freaking Wilson. Exercise makes you happy and happy people don't kill, kill their, their husbands. husbands. <laughs> yes. I just watched that. Very important to know. Very important. Uh, also over in the booth pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying, it is our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. He's the true murderer. <laughs> don't push my bucket. And feeding us tonight because it is a murder mystery dinner party. Playing the role of the silent off off the uh, off the air Mrs. Higginbottom, uh, <laughs> it is Sheena Talavera. Is she and feeding us or is she poisoning us? We'll see. <laughs> and uh, well, and her sous chef assistant uh, Christian over there. <laughs> Who Christian, are you? I hope that picked up. Whose last day of high school was today? Oh, oh. Yay. Congratulations. Congratulations! Welcome to the real so world. Exciting. And sucks. speaking, <laughs> and I will be playing the part tonight of Christian Eaton, the only child of an incredibly wealthy family who is a typical yuppie. So yuppie. that is our crew. If we are ready, we're going to get started. Before we do, we just want to say thank you so much for listening, and a special thanks to all of our Patreon sponsors. You pay the bills, you make the magic happen and we are grateful for you. So thank you, Patreon. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And tonight, The Secrets of Emerald Hill. Dun, dun, dun. At the outer reaches of London's most sought-after postcode sits Emerald Hill, the city's highly exclusive gated community. With its white marble swimming pools, state-of-the-art gym, lavishly built mansions, and exquisitely manicured gardens, it is the stomping ground of London's rich and famous. Emerald Hill was established by the snobbish Mr. Addington just two years ago, whose dream was to create the most luxurious community with only the most desirable residents, a utopia for the elite. With his ear permanently to the ground, Mr. Addington considers it his personal responsibility to maintain continuous surveillance of all of his residents, ensuring that his impeccably high standards are being met. He offers perfection and demands it in return. Failure to comply with his 50-page residential code of conduct results in immediate expulsion. But where there's wealth and fame, scandal lurks not far behind and Mr. Addington has uncovered something foul beneath the perfect facade of Emerald Hill. Under the pretense of a lavish dinner party, he has invited all the residents to his home. They find themselves in his dining room feasting on fondue, but Mr. Addington is nowhere to be seen. When his body is found lying on the marble floor of his ensuite bathroom later that evening, it's evident that his death was no accident. As accusations begin to fly, it becomes clear that Emerald Hill's residents all have their own secrets, which they've gone to great lengths to hide. But who would go so far as to commit a murder to avoid being exposed? We shall see. You have an envelope that has a secret pertaining to your character. If you want to open that, um, you can keep it to yourself, obviously. But now this will help you to learn and direct your character's motivations based on something that only you will know about them. You might recognize me as the face of the Workout Warriors fitness tapes. Getting fit with Tiff, Get Trim with Tiff, Time to Train with Tiffany, and the Tiffany Tone Up. Available now on all good video stores near you. That one's my favorite one, the Tone Up. Oh, yeah? I've worn three copies out. 
I make a living pushing people to physical perfection because doesn't everyone want a perfectly toned body? Either way, I'm Tiffany Wilde, the home fitness queen. My tapes are probably in the video player of every housewife in London, and I like to think I'm single-handedly keeping the spandex industry in business. I'm perky, pert, and pretty, and if I can do it, you can do it too. Stephanie, you look like a girl who's in shape. What's your story? You'd probably better recognize me on the tennis court. I'm Stephanie Idol, and I'm currently ranked number one in the country. Not bad, right? But I'm hoping to hang up my racket and ride this new wave of sponsorship deals. It's crazy. They want to pay me millions for being the face of breakfast cereals, sunglasses, anti-dandruff shampoo, you name it. I'm making more money than I ever did in tennis, so I guess being a winner has its advantages in more ways than one. Christian, I think I've seen you on the tennis court before. <laughs> You've seen me, love. Everyone sees me, because everyone's watching. I'm Christian Eaton, from the Eaton family. We pretty much own half of this city. I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth, and then I spit it out because it wasn't platinum. <laughs> no, right. no high five here. <laughs> anyway, I'm a work hard, play hard kind of guy, although for me, working hard mostly involves maintaining a killer tan. It's exhausting, making sure you're seen at all the most exclusive places with only the most beautiful supermodels. Amber, darling, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, and then maybe we can swap pager numbers. I can get you a dinner reservation at Taylor and Tontine, you know, even though the guest list is fully booked for five months ahead. I'm Amber Fox, but these days I try going by Amber. Like Cher, you know? You've probably seen my music videos on MTV. I think they played the music video for Kiss Me Quick Before You Go like eight times in a day, which has got to be some sort of record. My fans mean everything to me. You know, you've made it when people are constantly clamoring for you for your autograph. I had a hard upbringing and all I've wanted ever since I was a little girl is to be a pop star and to be rich. My parents are so proud to see how far I've come and Sorry, I should probably save some of this story for my big Just 17 interview next week. It's my fifth cover this year, you know, so far. Keith, you look like you could be a fan. So, I'm Keith Malone, but you probably know me better as Adrian Anderson from Liverpool Lane. Or, as a Smash Hits Hottest Hunk of 86. I was the youngest guy to win that award, by the way. I might only be 21, but I'm serious about my craft. I mean, it takes me two hours just to get my hair ready for camera, but it's what the fans expect. I could possibly spend more time studying my lines, but reading too much gives you crow's feet, and I'm mostly there to brood in front of the camera and take my shirt off. Just sharing my natural God-given attributes with my fans. Heather, I'm very popular with women of your, um, age. Mm -hmm. Tell me about you. Charming. <clears throat> Hello, I'm Heather Jackson. I'm the founder and CEO of BU Cosmetics. Our profits have grown over 145% in the last year alone. Bravo. We're the number one choice of cosmetic retailer for women aged 18 to 35. And <laughs> sorry, I'm just quoting our sales pitch now. But the point is, I built this company with my own two hands and I did it all in a man's world. Have you ever tried to pitch Call Me Coral Lip Shimmer to a boardroom filled with men? The Financial Times reported that I have ambition as big as my shoulder pads, so it's safe to say I know to hold my own. Annabelle, I recognize that cream blusher you're wearing. It's, um, pink swoon, am I right? Yep. 
Hmm. Why don't you talk now and maybe after that I can leave you a catalog or two or four, whatever you need, okay? I'd appreciate that. My name is Annabelle Weathers and I've been married for five blissful years. My husband is campaigning to be our next MP. His job involves a lot of traveling and a lot of late nights, but I don't let domestic standards slip while he's at work, oh no. Every day the house gets a full servicing whether or not I'm expecting guests. After all, a tidy house means a tidy mind, no? I just think a wife has a duty to her husband to make his home a sanctuary, especially when he's as good a provider as mine. And just as my husband doesn't say that he appreciates me color coordinating the Tupperware, it doesn't mean that he doesn't. Eugene, you look like a smart young man, why don't you tell us about yourself? I am. <laughs> okay, uh, so my name is Eugene Baxter. Uh, predictably, with a name like that, uh, I got beaten up a lot when I was younger. Uh, on Friday nights, I stayed home dateless, and at lunchtime, I sat alone in the library, which meant I could focus on my schoolwork. I studied hard, graduated top of my year at university, and went on to develop Robot Chase, the world's first 25-player video game. I can tell you, women might not care about the endless pages of code I developed for that game, but they're good at fanning interest when you're buying them dinner with the money it made. But anyways, does anyone know what we're all doing here? Not a clue. Does anyone have any idea when Mr. Addington's going to show up for this fancy dinner party? I have tomorrow's script and I need to go... I have tomorrow's script that I really need to go over and I really need my beauty sleep. I agree. It's definitely not good etiquette leaving your guests alone like this, even if the cocktail sauce is to die for. So good. It's amazing. I must trouble him for the recipe once he deigns to make an appearance. <clears throat> I really don't like to be kept waiting like this. See, time is money, after all. I'll go look for him. Give me a moment. Darling, you're making money just sitting here, and these are darn good crudités, wouldn't you say? I mean, they're not as good as the ones at Le Bon Shot. I, not that I suppose any of you have been there. It's very exclusive. Why, I remember... Why. It's Mr. Addington! He's dead! What? what? Oh my goodness! What kind of sick what? joke is I this? I found him on the floor of his bathroom! He's dead! Oh my god, what happened? You didn't touch the body, did you? Oh, oh, oh please don't say body. I, I, I think I'm gonna... This is an 85-pound manicure. Of course I didn't. Someone get Tiffany a wet flannel. We really don't need another casualty. Maybe he tricked? I don't think so. There weren't any puddles or any rugs. Nothing he could have slipped on. Maybe he was poisoned? He had a horrible green bile coming out of his mouth. Oh, that is lovely. I don't think it was an accident. I think we're talking murder. What? <laughs> I just saw him earlier getting ready for tonight. He was alive before the dinner party, and no one has been in or out since. Which can only mean... Mean what, Four Eyes? <laughs> it means that it has to have been someone here, obviously. I guess all those tanning beds are starting to fry your brain cells, huh, Christiane? Listen here, you oh Atari-playing little- Shot it, you two! The bigger question is, why would anyone kill Mr. Addington? The guy was a sanctimonious piece of, uh- Calm down. Work, but why him? Why now? All I know is he invited us all round for a special residence dinner party. That's what it said on my invitation. What's up? Well, mine too, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were more to it than that. He wasn't exactly the kind of man to throw a dinner party out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I've been living Clearly. here since the development was built, and he's never hosted a soiree like this before. In light of his little, um, accident, I'd say this whole setup seems pretty suspicious. 
So you think he planned this evening as some kind of ambush? I have no idea, but one of us is the murderer. Then no one can leave. Shouldn't we call the police? Uh, Calling calling me. No police. How's it going to look if eight of London's biggest names are seen in the back of a police van? Yeah, I'm with Christian. I can't afford to lose any of the magazine covers I got lined up, and my acting career would be damaged forever. I can't get mixed up in a scandal like this. These teen markets like bad boys, all right, but bad boys that still stay on the right side of the law. Totally. I need to keep my name clean to stand a chance at career longevity. I want to still be selling out arenas when I'm 60, not single jingles from breakfast cereal. Mm. Okay, fine. It's best we hold off on calling the police for now. Well then, there's only one rational course of action. We need to find out who the guilty party is for ourselves. Wait, what's that file on the table? Private and confidential residence notes. If Mr. Addington left it on the table, then he was clearly intending to share something with us, right? You think he invited us here to share some big secret? (gasps) Well, at the moment, it seems the most likely scenario. Let's see what's inside. What is this clue? It's a modeling profile of some kind. Let me have a look at that. Page 21. I don't want to touch it after you. Location, London. Eye color, brown. Additional talents, none. He doesn't sound very attractive to me, but there's no photo here. Well, it's not me. My eyes are well, crystal and sterling blue. There's only one here that's You're also not 21. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Wait, this what? gives us nothing to work with. We? What is the point? So, what do we have here? Looks like old modeling profile. No photo, though. We don't need a photo. Just look at pretty boy Keith over there. He's so vain. It's a wonder he manages to tear himself away from a man long enough to stay in camera shot. This definitely relates to you. What secret are you hiding about your modeling days? I mean, sure, I modeled, but beauty isn't a crime. But that profile has nothing to do with me. The age is all wrong for starters. But you are 21, right? Um, I might be a little mm, older than I said. Ugh. Oh, man. Lying. So that's your big secret. Share it, Teen Dream. How old are you exactly? I'm 37, okay? <laughs> 37? I'm a 37-year-old That's man. That's not even close. Well, don't, is... listen, don't look at me like that. I had to lie. The casting director would never have given the role to a guy that that old. It was either lie and score the acting job of my dreams or spend another year doing... Community theater. Oh, that's bad. I'm going to need to know what cream you use. Quite a scandal, <laughs> old boy. But this profile must refer to someone else then. Amber, darling, it's got to be you. I remember reading about your modeling background. It's obvious that Mr. Addington is rather sweet on you. He's always staring. So you could have easily lured him away. But no talent? That seems a little strange for a famous superstar, wouldn't you say? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's my profile. Big deal. I was scouted by a record company, it happens all the time. And Mr. Addington oogled anything in a skirt. That guy was a total pig. Like most men are. Yes. One of my favorite things about him. <sighs> I very much doubt I was the only woman here capable of luring him away. You must have noticed his jaw hitting the ground anytime he saw Annabelle bent over the compost <laughs> bin. And as for talent, whatever. So I don't do my own vocals. You're not in the industry. You don't understand. Wait, what? Mr. A was always staring at you. Was there anything, you know, anything going on between you two? Of course not. He was a total Mm -hmm. dinosaur. My parents rented for him back in the day. It didn't end well. But that's it. It didn't end well? You can't gloss over that, Amber. What Uh, happened? Fine. If you must 
No, my parents lost their jobs and couldn't afford to pay the rent. Mr. Addington kicked them out and we were left homeless. I was an only child at the time. I'd be lying if I said that thinking about it didn't ever make me like super angry, but it motivated me to succeed. And look at me now, I'm having dinner with Kylie Minogue tomorrow. How's that for success? I think we're missing the point here. That creep was keeping tabs on us. That stupid residential code of conduct. I bet he was monitoring us the entire time, trying to find out if we did anything that would give him an excuse to kick us out of his precious community. And then he invited us over for some pretend dinner party so he could spill all of our secrets. That's sick. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a complete invasion of privacy. But we have to keep looking. We don't have a choice. The clue to this murder must lie in his notes somewhere. Wait a minute. There's still more here in this file. Hmm. Take this. Interesting. It's like little cut-up messages or something ridiculous. I think we have to work to um, put these together. Let me see. Like let me, a puzzle? Let me take a I love puzzles. Could you please take like your hands very off good at puzzles. puzzles? I don't want to touch you. Let me, let me see that one. Let me see. Oh. No. I sneezed Somebody on, I sneeze on one. Eugene, give it to me. I'm sorry. Please I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. You're too close to me. I get hay fever. Go ahead and organize it, housewife. I'm sure you're used to that. <laughs> I think you need to take it down a notch there, honey. This paper smells musty, like it was in an attic or something. I'd, I'd really rather not touch. I really, yeah. I don't want to touch it. <sighs> I just could call one of my lawyers. Yes, no one's leaving this room, love. Not until we get to the bottom of this. All right, first one to assemble this puzzle gets my respect. Yeah, well, nobody wants to solve the puzzle now, do they? Oh, Eugene, darling, you are an absolute treasure. I'm very content just watching these little ones try to figure out this puzzle. It'll come together eventually, I'm sure. Hmm. Perfect time for someone needs to run off to the loo. Oh, nope, last time we did that, we found a dead man. <laughs> oh. Yes, of course I got it. Fantastic, a breakthrough. Well, first of all, I would like to just point out that I got it. You fumbled around like There's a dead body in the other room, darling. I don't think it's time to start waving our flags around. What does it say? Eugene, go ahead. Your company is toxic. You teach people to have their bodies. bodies. Somebody teach Super Mario how to read English. I can read, okay? It's all split up in different parts. Different letters, okay? It's a code. Yes, the alphabet's very complicated. Could you try reading it now, please? You tell people that they're only good enough when they look like you. You re you preach a message of hate. You're evil, Tiffany. <gasps> Tiffany. And somebody should teach you a lesson that you won't forget. Oh, cool. Well, there we go. That sounds serious, Tiffany. I mean, what's going on with the company? I mean, I, I know you're just the face and the body, but you must have heard whisperings. It's it's really bad. The company's had some threats from this unknown source. Someone really wants me gone. I've been in talk with the company execs about stepping down for my own safety because whoever's behind these letters are serious. My goodness. 
Oh, save the fake sympathy, Annabelle. Drop the innocent routine. We all know about your immaculate house. I bet you'd know how to clean a crime scene and leave no clues behind. Oh, no, what an accusation. I keep a pristine house, yes, but washing the dishes is very different from cleaning up blood. Ugh. But Heather, mm -hmm. you said the bathroom was pristine, right? No blood or anything? Mm -hmm. There has to be some sort of clue as to what happened to him. I'm gonna go check it out. Here, take these rubber gloves. You carry your rubber gloves with you? Of course. course. You never know when there'll be an emergency spillers that needs tending to. A good housewife is prepared for any situation. I'll be back. That's fair enough. Shouldn't someone go with her? If there's a chance she's the murderer, we probably shouldn't leave her alone at the crime scene, right? I'll, I'll go with her. Uh, uh, just to keep an eye on things. I think I've gotten over the shock now, and besides, if she starts anything, I can take her down with that squat and sidekick. <laughs> you go, girl. This whole situation is pure madness, isn't it? I had no idea Mr. Addington kept such strict tabs on all of us. I thought that ridiculous contract was mostly just for show. First rule of contract, Christian. Never assume it won't get used against you. I think we found something. So what is... Is it another puzzle? What on earth? It's a pin of some kind. Missing? A band? What is this ridiculousness? I can't. Some kind of tour, a world tour. Amber. It's oh. Amber. Disgusting. Um. Very interesting. What does it say? It says Amber Fox World Tour. Oh. Well, that's very specific now. What? What is it? Some sort of badge? Looks like it, but part of the print has been peeled off. Where did you find it? It was pinned to Mr. Addington's shirt. It seems like a long shot, but I think we're looking at this murder weapon here. How do you what? figure that? There was a small blood stain on his shirt too, like he was stabbed with the pin. Of course! I started a murder mystery TV serial a while back, and the exact same thing happened then. They dipped the pen of a brooch in poison. I played the murder victim. I spent so much time in the makeup chair because they just couldn't cover up my radiant youthful glow. You're 37. Just give it up, Keith. It is such a strange coincidence that Mr. Addington was killed in the same way as your character. You're not exactly the brightest crayon in the box. So it makes sense for you to copy a murder technique from some ridiculous TV show you starred in. Listen, that ridiculous TV show, as you put it, had over a million viewers, Heather. It reached a lot of people. Oh, and sure. just think about how many people it might have inspired to start knocking people off. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. But who would have access to poison? Heather has a... Uh, bless. Oh my goodness. Oh, that was gross. Sorry. Please, Cos but I have another a cos God. cosmetic God. company. Who knows what a kind of weird chemicals she has access to at her cosmetic uh, company. Okay, what about Annabelle? The neat freak must be able to get her hands on all sorts of toxic nasties. Mm. My guess is her. it was her handiwork. I resent that. We all know that Mr. Addington was a total germaphobe. His kitchen was loaded with enough bottles of industrial cleaning agent to sterilize a whole hospital. So really, would it have been too hard for someone to sneak in, open a bottle, and sneak back out undetected? Can I see this pin? Listen, darlings, let's focus on the badge print. I think I can make out a few letters. It looks like A-E-R-E. 
Oh. You know your letters very well. Good All enough, of those but... letters are in your name, Heather. Uh-huh, yes. But some of them are in your name too, Amber. Why on earth would I write my name on a badge? There's not too much business in merchandise for a cosmetic CEO. But there is a lot of business in pop star merch. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The print probably doesn't mean anything. The murderer could have picked it up from anywhere. Eugene, you use a lot of weird chemicals to make your computers, right? To keep them clean? I'm guessing they wouldn't be too good for you if they were to find their way into your bloodstream. If I had killed Mr. Addington, don't you think I would have done it in a smarter way than using some clumsy method taken from a stupid TV serial? This is getting beyond belief. Commentary from Mr. Addington himself. It's all getting a bit much, isn't it? I found this exclusive community with a dream of attracting the creme de la creme of London's elite. But instead, I end up with a downer slack. A shallow narcissist, pathetically clinging to his youth, and a fitness fanatic, with notes from an unknown source. And that's just for starters. Could Keith have torn himself away from the mirror long enough to kill me? What about Tiffany? Beneath that shepherd bubblegum veneer, she's clearly pushed someone to a breaking point. And Amber Fox. A touch defensive, perhaps? I have no doubt that the industry recruits models all the time for their little pop projects. I'm sure you'll agree that she's not revealing the whole picture. And I resent the comment about skirt chasing. As a modern man of the 80s, I've also enjoyed chasing women in flattering trouser suits. <laughs> Clearly, none of them are overly concerned with my untimely demise, just very focused on protecting own reputations and not involving the police. What delicious tidbits will we uncover in the main course, I wonder? One of us. One of us is guilty, loves. <laughs> Who ever do we think it is? Heather. Probably a man. Excuse me. First off, I don't know that it would be a man. Men have the, a general policy of not following one another into the loo. I think that's, that's the one precise cover-up. <laughs> yes, gross. Who's the one we most medium suspect? Me. <laughs> I might have killed him. But I, I, I suspect don't believe you capable H of that, Christian. I think it's Mrs. Higginbottom. I think it's at the top of my Thank list. Thank you, darling. I think Christian is very capable of doing terrible things. He is, things. he is quite capable. Uh, Eugene, thank you. Again, my reputation precedes me. Eugene, I couldn't expect you to see over all of your new money to find out what one clue means from another. Hmm. There's another clue from Mr. Addington's dossier. It looks like a shredded document. Perhaps we should piece it together while we enjoy our meals. <laughs> I've unshredded the document. Goodbye. Very good. What, whatever is the document? It is a checking account statement. For Mr. C.J.R. Easton. Yeah, it looks like... Say, uh, say what now? For Mr. <clears throat> C.J.R. Eaton. 
Well, I'm sure that's just that's just a bit of rubbish. We don't need to pay attention to these documents. I mean, who even knows if they came from a reputable source? Christian, Wait, what is it that is some serious debt. You can use your last name. Could someone read them out loud? Like, how much debt we talk about? I don't think we need to really read these things out loud, Heather, darling. I s- a negative balance of about $200,000. <laughs> okay. Christian, that is some serious debt. I really thought your family was ruling in it. My family, my family lost everything in a pyramid scheme. It's been utterly wretched. I'm, I'm totally penniless. I mean, I own my house in Emerald Hill, but Mr. Addington's insane contract states that residents must earn a certain amount of money each month, which will ensure no undesirables live here. However, on the upside, gorgeous Heather Darling has offered me a job with her company, Personal Relations. Turns out all my schmoozing skills might be worth something after all. It's true. Christian might actually be useful to me, believe it or not. I'm able to cover his monthly wage requirement, and it would be a shame to see such an attractive, um, talented um, person go to waste. She's a brilliant lady. She, she calls it like she sees it. You might not have any money now, Christian, but you still have your family's legacy to maintain. It wouldn't be too much of a stretch to imagine that you'd kill to stop news like this from leaving. Hmm? And who needs 100 pounds worth of an industrial solvents? Don't you think that looks rather suspicious in light of recent events? The only reservation you'll be getting is a seat on the next bus to prison. You take that back, Donkey Kong Jr. <laughs> the solvents are to clean my dinner shoes. I don't have to justify anything to you, you peasant. I'd much rather not have to become some 9 to 5 grunt. No offense, Heather, but needs must go. Anyway, this is getting terribly tedious. What's the next clue? So rude. What is the next clue? It's like a piece of a leather, but it's it's backwards. backwards. Oh. I think I can, I can read backwards. <laughs> yeah, it, it can't be any worse than the way you read forwards. We're clearly in too deep with this, so you need to... Promise. Promise me that. No on, one. That no one will find... Out. out. Well, maybe you can do it. I read backwards. <laughs> Find out what we did. What we're going to... Oh, what we're doing. People just wouldn't understand why. So it's better that no one knows. Stop strong. Stay strong. Stay, Stay strong. strong. Very interesting. Annabelle, I'm hardly a gossip, but I do seem to remember seeing a gentleman leave your house early in the morning one day when your husband was away. I'm willing to bet that's what the letter is referring to. Not so pristine now, are you? I'm so ashamed of myself, but it's true. With Mr. Weathers away so often, I found I'm very lonely. So when the gardener made a move on me one day, I was too weak to resist. You didn't see the way he handled a leaf blower. Don't you know what that can do to a woman? I've seen her gardener. He is a dream. (laughs) We saw each other for a while, but then I broke it off. I knew I was jeopardizing my husband's political career with this sort of scandal. It would destroy his wholesome image as a family man. 
I guess you're no stranger to doing things in the heat of the moment. Would murder really have been out of the question, especially to prevent the secret from getting out? I acted out of loneliness. I wasn't trying to hurt anyone. Of course, I'm worried about this whole sordid affair being made public, but politicians have survived these sorts of scandals before. And it's over now. I ended it. He was the best gardener we'd ever had, sure? and my rose bushes haven't been the same since he left. Oh, definitely. Wait, though, that's not his handwriting. This note couldn't have come from him. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I think I know what this is about. You just came into a lot of money, Stephanie, what with your prize winnings and sponsorship deals. But I've heard some chatter in the social scene that your victory wasn't as straightforward as you'd like to pretend. Admit it. You cheated, and that's what this note is really about. I'm so sick of playing tennis. Do you know how much time I gave to the court? I have nothing to show for it apart from some worthless old trophies. So when I found out that an old friend of mine was going to be umpiring the heart cup match, I promised to split the prize money with him if he ruled it in my favor. You can't deny that I was the better player anyway. I just needed that guarantee. I know the umpire would never blab, since we'd both suffer the consequences, I'd be stripped of my title, and he'd lose his job. But it was a victimless crime. How can you say that? What about the other player? And besides, I remember reading in the gossip magazines about an incident at the beginning of your career. You got so angry over an umpire's decision that you punched him in the face. Oh, With a violent temper like that, who knows what else you're capable of, capable of when you don't get your own way. That was a long time ago, and what mm. tennis player doesn't get passionate on the court. This is all getting to be too much. I think I need some air. I'm what? getting out of here. Wait. I'm just gonna let him leave. Wait, wait, wait. Stephanie, what happened to your knuckle? It's none of your business. Uh, they look bloodied. It's of none of your business. Of course it's our business, darling. There's a dead chap upstairs. And you're the only one with a mark on you. How do we know that you didn't beat him to death? Because Heather said there weren't any marks on him, you ignorant, pampered princess. If you must know, I got into a fight with my coach when I told him I wasn't going back onto the court. But that was just a heated brawl. Don't you think I'd come off significantly worse for wear if I were literally getting back from beating a guy up? You're definitely going to need some sort of vitamin E hand cream for that, Graze. Oh, leave it out, Grandpa. Let's talk more about you, Mr. Anti-Aging, shall we? There's no way you could carry your career through acting on your talent alone. Your looks are all you have, so how long do you really think you can keep this up for? Listen, I resent that. Don't you realize I already have it all planned out? With all the magazine covers I've got lined up, I'll be able to stay relevant for as long as the money keeps rolling in. I read about a doctor in Brazil who injects his own plasma into your face and it instantly makes you look 10 years younger. So long as no one rats me out, I'll still be getting ID'd well into my 60s. Everyone, I just went outside and I could see Tiffany's bin filled to the brim with magazine cutouts as if she'd gone through and snipped out the letters. No. What? What if she's been making her own poison pen letters? Spill it, Tiff. What's really going on here? <sighs> Fine. I wrote those poison pen letters myself because I need to get out of my contract. Sure, I, I've made millions, but I'm fed up with the message the tapes are spreading. I'm ashamed of telling women to keep fighting the fat. Women of all sizes are good enough as they are. 
My contract is ironclad though, and the only way out is through extenuating circumstances. But it wasn't my idea to write the letters. I could never have come up with something so smart. Eugene here told me they'd have to let me go Eugene. if it looked as though I was in danger. Yeesh, Tiffany, this is a packing comment. I never thought you'd actually do it. Eugene, I had no idea how pragmatic you could be or how manipulative. No, I, I could use you on my board of directors. Oh. <laughs> I could use you as my agent. Brilliant move, Pac-Man. <laughs> it's all good to get that off my chest, guys. <laughs> I can't tell you how satisfying it was to find out that Christian, Mr. Yuppie himself, has barely a penny to his name. You'd think it'd teach him a little humility, but perhaps not. I can't imagine that serving as Heather's Girl Friday will be a particularly successful endeavor for someone, especially when he finds out that work is going to clash with his time by the pool. It could be that his years of commitment to provide himself with an eternal life of leisure has led him to murder. And what about the two cheetahs, Stephanie and Annabelle? Was Stephanie feeling so entitled to victory that she could justify rigging the match? Who knows what else someone with such loose morals could rationalize? And Annabelle's carefully curated persona as a devoted housewife was filled with lies, too. You can scrub your kitchen until it sparkles, but you cannot scrub away that black mark on your reputation. And let's not forget about Tiffany and her underhanded business practices. I understand dramatic career tactics just as much as the next man, but it seems that spandex can disguise a multitude of sins. You can't hide your lies forever. I think it's Amber. Why? Because yeah. she's the only one who has um, um, a personal a vendetta. Personal vendetta. Uh, she mm-hmm. was evicted and probably looked at as an item. She's well on her way to success, but why do you think that Amber would want to jeopardize all that by exactly. getting a little blood on her hands? I don't know, maybe no Mr. Reason. Maybe Mr. Addington made a pass at her and it was the last time that she was just sick of it and it was a moment of... <laughs> A retaliation, well. and that a, it wasn't a it wasn't passion. It was all this living. attention on Amber, who's just trying to make a name for herself in this male-dominated world that we have, where everyone thinks they're so entitled to excess. Or maybe you killed exactly. her because you hate men. I, so why don't you get rid of the guy who makes your life? I don't need to get rid of any male to be on top. That's where I exist currently. Exactly. However, I can vouch for that. What's going on with Eugene over there? Who's? I, I, no, I, I think it was Tiffany. Why? Why was it Tiffany? It's gotta be Tiffany. He's just sour about the fight the fat. Thing. I think I think he's just you. deflecting. Well, fight the fat. We all know about adding Jean's health problems. You probably hated her. Okay, uh, all the fat. No one would want to talk about desperate housewife over there. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry, you know, she's. Sorry, Annabelle. <laughs> I've been telling you all from the beginning that she's not what she seems. I can get a husband. What evil? Huh? I don't oh. need a husband. I could get one if I wanted. I could buy one right now. Girls, girls, you buy girls one? you're both very pretty. I need, my inhaler. I need my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle, what darkness hides behind that string of pearls of yours? Don't worry about it. Tiffany, have I told you that I'm into fitness? 
I would have guessed just by your athleticism. Also, fitness hold dessert in my mouth. <laughs> Amen to that, sister. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! Some of the moose went up my nose. You, my love, have just won the evening. The moose a little bit. I think, I think you're guilty. <laughs> guilty of making me break. You're the first person to make Tony break character, and I'm super proud of you. <laughs> what? Oh, my oh. goodness. Oh. Shut up. What is it? Martinelli's. Miss Higginbottom. It's beauty in a bottle. Okay. Cool. Oh, thank you. I had oh, full-size balls yeah, inside sweet. my championship. Jesus in heaven. It's really great. I could cry. When we figure out who the murderer is, I'm going to shake it up and spray it in celebration. I don't think you will. (laughs) (laughs) Opening the dossier. It appears there's a document for us to peruse. It's a... um it's a letter from a uh, lawyer. I don't think that's pertinent to anything right now. We probably should just gloss over it and toss uh, this. I we should disagree. probably not. I don't see the Let me hear that. Sorry, Miss Jackson. This looks like it's lettered to you. And for real. <laughs> Are we using <laughs> letter as a there? verb now? <laughs> hmm. Well, please, could you read what has been lettered to her? <sighs> Dear Miss Jackson. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone who can read. Ah, sorry, Miss Jackson. This, this letter should serve you as a formal notice of intention of my client, name withheld, to sue your company. On the 25th of June of this year, my client's skin was left stained after using your Sweet Cheeks Cream Blusher in Mauve Memories. I've used that. My client was forced to seek medical intervention and had to submit to corrosive chemical treatment to remove the stain. Upon further investigation by our scientists, Sweet Cheeks Cream Blusher has also been found to potentially be fatal if ingested or if it finds its way into a consumer's bloodstream. Such as though, as of a cut or an open wound. Please find attached my client's medical notes and detailed photographs of the damage incurred. A leaked memo from your factory reveals that your company was fully aware of the risks associated with this product. The fact that you chose to send the product to market while in full knowledge of its potential danger shows your blatant disregard for consumer welfare. Heather, darling, this does not look good. My client will therefore be seeing you for 20 million pounds in damages. I await your reply. Yours sincerely, Andrew Wilcox. That's a hefty chunk of change. Speculation. A negligence claim, Heather? A thing like that could take down an entire company. This is heavy stuff. Great, Scott. (laughs) It was one-off issue relating to a bad batch. I'm already pushing to settle this out of court, so there's no reason for it to go any further. It's a non-issue. Come on, love. This letter makes it sound like you knew the risk and you did it anyway. You don't think the public would be outraged if they knew about this? Don't take that tone with me, Christian. You're on my payroll now. I did what was necessary. I didn't think the risk was worth losing thousands of pounds in recalled products. This is a cutthroat business and there are tough decisions to be made. But think of all of the women I've helped to realize their dreams of beauty. That's the bigger picture here. Mr. Addington had no business getting hold of this information. What if it went public? 
Even if you did manage to settle out of court, if Mr. Addington went public with this, customers would never buy from you again. So not only would you be out of a job, Christian would be jobless too. No, uh, what? Excuse me. It's obvious you have a thing for him, so who knows how far you'd go to keep your company afloat and keep him close. <sighs> Darling, everyone has a thing for me. <laughs> I'm a direct person. So yes, I do happen to find Christian's loudmouth persona somewhat charming. It's it's freeing to admit, isn't it? But any feelings I might have for him are secondary to my business. The business comes first. It always has. This is banal. Open the next clue. The next clue. The next clue. The next clue. Could you hand it here, please? These are teeny tiny little things. It's looking by nerd mouth over there. Oh, Eugene. Eugene. Can I read it? Eugene. Read it. And Eugene. furthermore, Mr. Addington, you are a pathetic excuse for uh, a man um, with no vision, no class, no wit, and most importantly, no chance of ever beating me. At what? If you ever get in uh, my face about my business again, command. it will be the last time you do. I hope the rest of your measly little life and dear God, how I hope it isn't long. It's absolutely miserable because that's what you deserve. Yours sincerely, Eugene Baxter. I told no. you all. Game over. <laughs> no, this, this is not all a we need. This no, is literally a letter of intent. That's not even wow. my handwriting. That's, that's no, I, I would obviously it. send a letter. Well, you I, did I, sign I, it very I, I, nicely. It's very respectful at the end. I mean, typewriter, so I mean, I don't, I don't know why. It's, it's, it's wow, just, Eugene, I had no idea you hated him that much. Those are some pretty strong th- threats. And now he's dead. Makes a person suspicious. Yes, it does. Look, look, that letter was never meant to be sent. My therapist says that writing a letter to the object of my anger would help me to release those emotions. And it worked. Once I'd written it all down, it made me see how silly it was that he's just a foolish old man. <laughs> hold on. One second. One second. I can hold it. Not I can again. hold it. This I can is hold it. We have the proof. Listen, I remember hearing you argue with Mr. A about his refusal to let you install a <laughs> modem in your place. Something about it interfering with the classical features of the house. I mean, I'm convinced that this whole internet thing is just going to be some pointless fad, but that must have made you see red, eh, old chap? I admit that the argument got rather heated. I just didn't understand why Mr. Addington couldn't see how important it was. My business, my income, every aspect of my life depends on keeping my finger on the pulse of technological advances, no matter how faddish they appear. But I plan on terminating my contract as soon as I could and moving to a more tech-friendly area like Japan, one with a phone line that wasn't last updated in the Stone Age. I don't know, Eugene. It's often the quiet ones, right? The ones you least expect of being capable of something like this. I have to say, it's not looking good for you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's looking good for you either. Because I'm not buying your whole sanctimonious sabotage act, Tiffany. I know you had a taste of the high life. I've seen the Porsche in your garage. You're not leaving workout warriors really because of your newfound morals. If you must know, with the payout I'll receive when I'm released from my contract, I'm going to become a motivational speaker. This is the 80s after all. Self-help sells. 
That way I can spread my message of positivity and make a little profit while I'm at it. Beneath the leg warmers, I'm still a businesswoman and a girl's mm-hmm. gotta eat. <laughs> men are always intimidated by a strong businesswoman. Exactly! All you men have way stronger motives to kill Mr. Addington than us chicks. Oh, really? Amber, you said yourself that you don't do your own vocals. How much of your vocals do you actually do? I yeah. don't need to answer that. Look who suddenly so secretive. <laughs> Lip syncing isn't a big deal, okay? And it's a lot harder than people realize. Most pop stars mime when they perform. How else do you think they can be pitch perfect while doing all those elaborate dance routines? Practice? I just Talent. happen to mime someone else's vocals and... Sure, if it ever got out, it wouldn't exactly be great press, but I've worked so hard and sacrificed so much. Surely the public can overlook this little, well, technicality. So basically, you're lying to the public and all your fans. Aren't you doing the exact same thing? Aren't we all doing the exact same thing? You guys know what they can do in a music studio these days, right? They can change everything about the vocals until it no longer sounds like you. So, is this really very different? Like, there's more to being a pop sensation than singing. I do interviews, I sign autographs, I look hot on the cover of a magazine. The fact that I don't perform my own vocals is like, totally irrelevant. And the last time I checked, trying to spread positivity wasn't a crime, right? Okay, so your methods might be a little, uh controversial, but it's for a good reason. I only want to spread messages of self-love and acceptance. I'd be the last person to actually kill a guy. Look, I know what I did was um questionable to you, but you'd have to be near blind not to see that everyone cheats in sport. And sure, if this ever got out, maybe my sponsorships would take a hit that I really could do without. But more deals would come. Scandal sells, after all. And I can still get reservations, you know? Uh, Sure, the coffers might be a bit light right now, but my name is still a ticket into plenty of places. So save the sympathy. And my current financial impairment doesn't mean I killed the old boy. I certainly don't have the funds to have him dealt with. Do you really think that I'm going to get my own hands dirty? And I mean that literally. This shirt is Ralph Lauren, for goodness sake. So I'm a little older than I said, but I can still pass for 21, right? Like, you just assume I was 21, wouldn't you? Uh, Stress is so not what my skin needs right now. I swear, if I wake up tomorrow with a wrinkle, I'll... (sighs) But I I didn't do it. And since apparently I'm not that great of an actor, wouldn't it be obvious if I was lying? Plus, I'm sure that trying to cover up a murder plot would not exactly do wonders for my complexion. Look... My company means everything to me. Sure, I'll admit that if word got out about this negligence claim, there's a good chance it could ruin everything I've worked for. But without even considering my crack team of legal people, do you really think I'd risk another scandal by killing someone? Think it through, people. That's just not good business sense, and it's hardly in line with my five-year strategic plan. I know I hid something, too. I tried so hard to be perfect, but you don't understand how lonely it was for me. An alphabetized spice rack is no substitute for human contact. I know my little dalliance has the potential to ruin my husband's career, but it's over now. Despite my infidelities, I do believe in right and wrong. I'm not trying to hide the fact that I've hated the old dinosaur and how he took every chance to ridicule me. But look at me. (laughs) 
Don't you think that I've had plenty of experience of dealing with bullies? Some at this table. Besides, the computer business is only going to grow, and soon every house will have one. Mm-hmm. Before long, maybe people will have computers they can fit in their pockets. Sounds quite unbelievable. <laughs> when that day comes, I'll know that I've been right all along. And some people will have been wrong. And that'll be my revenge. Murder's no use to me. Mr. Addington. Who knew Heather was carrying so much weight on those shoulder pads of hers? The one who built up her company from the ground up, who sacrificed the best years of her life, not to mention any potential love interests, is now facing the reality of her company falling apart before her very eyes. And by her own hand, what lengths would a desperate woman like that go to in order to save her business? It was always my belief women didn't belong in the workplace. Far too emotional. Although, speaking of emotions, who knew that quiet, nerdy Eugene held so much rage? I admit I'm not a fan of technology or those mind-numbing video games, but he really shouldn't have taken it so personally. The boy needs to learn to take constructive criticism, but... His petty rage, was it enough to push him over the edge? No one is innocent in this room. Every single person lied, cheated, and deceived. But only one took the final murderous step. And I know who it was. Dessert is almost over. Not much time left. And now we discuss whom is the guilty party. As much as I want to say that it was nerd brain, I do think that it's a little bit spot on that we would find a direct letter. I think that this person is clearly someone strategic and someone capable of pulling off something like this. And that has to be a woman. (laughs) A CEO. Like the housewife who tried to keep us in the disillusion that she was this perfect woman when an entire time she was being unfaithful to her husband. Who else has all day to contrive some maniacal plot? Yeah, exactly but I what don't I'm have saying. all day. I have a lot of cleaning to do. Yeah, but also, oh my goodness. didn't I see the chemicals all over? Which she has he, access to. And so do you, all the chemicals that you work with. Yeah, and that was the chemicals from your company. I was going to say. In your lawsuit, so... They could have used the the lawsuit also states that the chemicals were leaving marks on these people's faces. Were there any marks on Mr. Addington's face? Oh, no. Mr. Addington's been exfoliated to death. Yes, but the the, the lawsuit also said that if it was entered into a wound, like from the stabbing of a pin, Mm. then now... Who's mm. to say that someone didn't already have that that product on them? That we we have seen a pin today, a pin that had uh, Amber. Amber's name on it. Are you kidding me? Mm. The exact method that was used to kill Mr. Addington came from your TV show, Keith. This is true. This oh, is true. Wow, Tiffany. Well, I was gonna say that. Right, so we're in agreement. Ha ha. Yes, but anybody, anybody could have watched that show. That show, millions of people saw it. I guarantee every one of you saw it. I've no yeah, time but you nor lived use it. for your show. Uh, so. I don't watch television, Grandpa Munster. I'm trying to make money moves, my dear. I think it was Heather because Heather could have watched the show. 
She could've. I don't have time for that. I don't sit at home all day brushing toilet seats <gasps> and making pancakes. Oh, wait, that's true. Do toilet seats get brushed? Oh. I don't know. I don't Disgusting. brush my own. If you actually worked a day in your life, maybe you would know. Listen, I pay people to work days in their lives. You're welcome. Using your daddy's money. No. Please, could you please calm down? They haven't got no any money. money, apparently. Unlike the hard workers money. here, the hard workers here at this table, well, the two exactly. of us. Exactly, I have grinded for him. years. Excuse me, I work hard to make sure that my hair is pristine. You don't do I any work. hard work. And what at about little aerobics hard. instructor over here? I mean, she might have done it too. What does someone wanting to be a, a motivational speaker have to do with killing someone? Motivational speaker. That seems like an exceptional cover-up. And listen, Amber, at least when I'm on on screen, the words that are coming out of my mouth are actually my words. Not if you didn't write them. Oof, but yes. I'm saying them. Uh, but it's I, as somebody else's voice. Mm. It kind of is. Poor logic. That's no. I think General Hospital makes a great point. <laughs> anyway, roll of tokens. Uh, I, I think uh, that your angry letter doesn't look really good on you, but you know who's being awful, suspiciously quiet here? Is you, Billie Jean Queen, who uh, maybe has more motivation than the rest of us? That Wheaties box is quite tempting, is it not? Mm. And you do lash out in anger. Mm. Listen, I've got plenty of sponsorships lined up. You do, and you bloody it- knuckles? I do. And if you... Mm? And I'll have you know... Yes, have me. Mm, that I've got several contracts lined up. Several? I'm not afraid of losing money. Did you put a contract on Mr. Addington? Hmm. Oh. Game, set, Listen, match. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> this is getting nowhere. Maybe we shouldn't make her mad while she's sitting right next to me. I say we take a vote. Why don't you calm down, Qbert? You're getting very defensive, Christian, and I really don't like how you're doing this. You're kind of just pitting yourself against everything. This is beneath me, all of this. And I don't have time anymore. There's a dead body in there. We should have called the police a long time ago. It seems that the only thing we're protecting here is not my bankroll, but all of your fragile egos. You don't have a bankroll. What about the fact that Heather was the one that found the body? She was the only one to have seen him be dead first. So who's to say she Someone didn't kill was him. going to find him. It just happened to be me. But it's easy to find somebody if you're the one that killed them. I was in the room and I walked away for a moment. I would have killed him in 60 seconds. I don't know. Your product does seem pretty deadly. Mm. And he does know about product. Look at those cheeks on him. Mm. He's like a cabbage patch doll. All plastic. I'm uncomfortable. Who, <laughs> who do you think is guilty? Eugene. Heather. 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 Tiffany. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Now, who do you think, Christian? I think. And answer very carefully. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly a twinge of excitement and fear. Annabelle. Yes? I believe that you are cruel and heartless, but I don't think you're a murderer. I really don't have as much to lose as everyone else. Tiffany. Mm Mm-hmm. You are pure, unbridled, zest energy, spunk, and upper body strength, but a murderer, I think not. Mm. Eugene. You. New money filled with rage. You smell like a roll of tokens. But I don't think 
a murderer makes you. Keith, such a little man. Such a little old man. Okay, I admit it. I also have lifts in my shoes. <laughs> I knew it. I'm five foot four. Stephanie? Yes? Awful silent for someone so violent. Perhaps you, of all people, had the most to gain and the most to lose. But my accusation rests on Amber. Amber, vengeance is a dish that is best served cold. And you, well, of all of us, you had the, the largest and most sustaining personal vendetta. While all of us had something that we might want to keep concealed, you, you would have blamed him for many years. And that's something I don't think even you could lip sync your way through. The accusations have been made. And now, one final entry from Mr. Addington. Before we reveal a final entry, everybody, <laughs> we hope that you have been enjoying this murder mystery podcast episode. Who do you think is the guilty party? We want to let we want you to take your guess, and you can do that by going ahead and uh, messaging us right now across all the social medias at Nerd of Godcast hashtag <laughs> Nog Murder Mystery. Let yeah. us know who you think the guilty party ahead. is. And now, our big reveal. Drum roll. That's not going to translate as well to the radio as you think. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Addington. As a man of incomparable virtue, I should like to think I have always been a good judge of character. But as you have seen, each of my carefully selected residents had their own moral failings. I discovered this by keeping tabs on them, making sure they were adhering to my strict code of conduct. You may think it was inappropriate for me to delve into their lives like that, but in fact it was all laid out in the contract they'd signed, and was intended to maintain decent standards for everyone's benefits. Although I uncovered shocking revelations about each of my residents, only one person was prepared to kill to prevent their secret getting out. She was right when she said that I recognized her. Her parents rented from me years ago. I had to evict them all when they couldn't meet their rental payments. I had a business to run, after all. It transpires that being made homeless can leave quite an impression on a young child. I suppose that's where her incessant need for fame and fortune came from. Have you worked it out yet? She left a pretty important clue. No wonder she didn't want anyone to touch the body. Amber Fox, the face of an angel, the voice of a liar, and the heart of a killer. I thought it was appalling that she was lying to her fans like that, making money for someone else's talent. If the public had found out that the world's hottest pop star could barely carry a tune, she'd lost everything, and rightly so. She wasn't going to risk me ruining her career and leaving her out in the streets again, though. So she took things into her own hands. Somehow she found out about my plan to oust her and came to see me before the dinner party. 
A pretty young thing like that, it was easy for her to get me alone. And of course, I had no idea. I was on to her. She told me she wanted to give her biggest fan a small token of appreciation, a badge from her forthcoming world tour. How was I to know she'd covered the pin in a generous coating of poison? Once she'd nicked my skin while she fixed the badge to my shirt, it was only a matter of time before the deadly toxins were coursing through my veins. Rather ingenious, if you think about it. So there you have it. It's clear her days on that blasted MTV are over, so maybe she'll be able to keep an honest trade while serving her time at Her Majesty's pleasure. Maybe she'll be lucky enough to exchange a packet of dried noodles from the commissary for singing lessons. Perhaps by the time she's out, she'll finally be talented enough to work on those breakfast cereal jingles. Bum, bum, bum. I told you I didn't do it. <laughs> I said I would have been the only one psycho enough to hire Christian. And this brings us to the end of our murder mystery <laughs> dinner. Yay! Wait, how do our characters know that she did it? Uh, the dead guy told her, I guess. I don't know. They should go to Mr. Adam with us. It's very Desperate Housewives. Explain the candle. Julia, did you feel guilty the whole time? No. Wow, you are cold. No conscience. Wow. <laughs> Intense. Did she know? She didn't know, right? Did you know? Yeah. I'll say, is you that did what know? Your, is that yeah, I knew the whole says? time. Did you really? Was that your secret? Yeah, it tells you. No, no, no. It told me about the sync, the lip syncing thing, and it says. Also, I killed him. <laughs> it says, um, but still, lip syncing is a, at the the bottom of this paragraph. But still, lip syncing is a talent, and you refuse to let anything get in the way of your dreams. So much so that you are the person that murdered Mr. Adam. Wow! wow. <laughs> that is tensified. That that makes it awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Yay. Did anybody guess her? I yeah, did. I, yeah. I did. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Did all of you believe that I was pretty much innocent? Like no one suspected me except for well, this man? I was I suspicious. But I honestly didn't, I didn't suspect you. I wouldn't have gone so over the top at like saying that it was you if I really thought it was you. I honestly thought it was Alexandria. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was me, too. <laughs> and it's just like, thought it was I, thought it was me. Me. I thought it was me. I thought it was me. It was either. So did everyone else at stable. I thought it was, I I thought it was one, me. two, or three. I would have ass- I assumed three. that whoever killed him would have known but in the secret. Yeah, so I, just yeah, I, thought, I thought it was blind the whole way through, it but I thought it was going to be me. either me, her, you, or her. I'm not a killer, darling. I had no idea. Like I didn't. I didn't. It never even occurred to me that it would say in your secret that you were the killer. Oh, that's cool. yeah. That's kind of lame. Like honestly, halfway done. through this thing, as we were reading this, I'm going, "We're all just kind of guessing blindly here, aren't we? Like they're not really giving us things to work out." <laughs> so, but like that, you knew. Mm. Oh, makes your performance so much more delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Wonderful. Oh, she's an oh, actor. Oh, that's devious. You've been lying to us. That's fun. We've Heck all yeah, been lying. That was awesome. That was yeah. uh, that was a lot of fun. So this is the secret of uh, the secrets of Emerald Hill. Uh, I bought this game at Target. So if you want to go out and purchase it now, you know the ending. So uh, sorry. There's ever part two though. <laughs> there you can go out. Or you want to play with people who don't know? Uh, yeah. This was a really fun time. Uh, I enjoyed hanging out with you guys tonight. Everybody is dressed up. If you have not uh, gone over, you can see the photos on our website nerdgodcast.com. See everybody in their 80s attire in Ooh, character. I gave myself a black eye because that's what my character sheet told me to do. That's very oh. nice. Really? Wow. Everybody that yeah. explains those sunglasses. She would like lower her glasses and kind of show. Yeah, that's it's, cute. It's a nice, nice touch, right? Nice touch. Yeah, 
Yeah, very, very cool. I, I think you guys did a remarkable job. Everybody looks fantastic. Thank this you. This was so much fun. The food was amazing. wonderful. So it was amazing. Everyone, 10 out of 10. Everyone <laughs> raise a glass to Mrs. Higginbottom. Mrs. Higginbottom. Mrs. Higginbottom. So tonight, uh, could, could would you mind joining us at the table, please, dear? Is Mrs. H- Mrs. Hingenbottom an actual person in the game, or did you just make that? No, name I up? made that no. up. Okay. <laughs> he said that at the very beginning. Yeah, I made that up. Did she make up this menu? She made up the menu for oh, us. Oh, it was fabulous. Wow. So please, Sheena, Mrs. Higginbottom, yes. Yes. Mrs. Higginbottom, yes. and her faithful assistant Chip. Did Nick eat? Chip did you feed Nick too? Okay, okay. so oh, Nick, Nick nice. got to eat. Uh, I've forgotten he was here. <laughs> Here's what did you I did. Nick too. This was uh, this was a really fun night, you guys. I hope that you guys uh, that are listening out there had a, have an enjoyable time listening to it. It's sort of a radio theater. I hear that mystery murder mystery podcasts are like the most popular podcasts. So, really? Oh, yeah. that actually oh, sounds fun. Yeah, I didn't so realize that was a thing. That is definitely a thing. It's like the number one genre of podcasts is like murder podcasts. So yeah, like true crime, true crimes, and stuff like that. So this is uh, hopefully this will boost us up in those ratings. Yeah. The uh, a really easy way to boost us up in the ratings if you're listening is to go ahead and leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts we love stars especially when they come in fives Fives. that's right and uh, little comments they do go a long way to help us out we really appreciate it so very much Uh, if you haven't had a chance yet listen to our daily nerd devos every single day that's a podcast available on the Amazon Echo platform as part of your flash briefing or wherever fine podcasts are consumed Uh, every weekday you get a devotion from one of the members of our nerd of God squad that cross over with faith and fandom so Lots of fun there. And uh, we are also very excited that in 48 hours' time, Jessica Manchester will be Jessica Sadler. Nick the Engineer and Jessica Terror will be exchanging vows and entering into a nuptial arrangement that uh, we are very excited about. So congratulations. By the time this episode comes out, she'll be Jessica Sadler. And Nick will be... Nick, Nick Sadler. <laughs> I still think Life we need. I still Nick think will be the same. They need to combine the names. But with a much more Sad pronounced Chester. smile. No. No, Sad I don't Chester's. think so. Nope. Oh, that's funny. I don't think that's. That doesn't sound Sad very funny. Chester. Look, y'all went to Harberries, so no. <laughs> oh. What's Harberries? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Harbour and Stephen. Ah, oh, yeah, they're Harberries. together. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, well, thank you guys again. Uh, thank you for our alumni coming back and joining yeah. us this evening. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Always a pleasure to have Always you. Thanks for having us. And, More girl uh, power at this table. You are Love welcome. It. Uh, listen, we we don't need a girl power episode. Yeah, we do. Uh, We've done them. My estrogen <laughs> levels have gone up to the roof tonight just well, by sitting next to Lise Mati and her last, girl last power vibe. Last time we had a ladies episode, somebody got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. so oh, yeah. we'll see what so happens. Probably with the same candles. We are so grateful for that and uh, thankful for you guys listening and enjoying. We hope you had a great time with us tonight. Can connect with us across all the social medias at Nerd of God Cast for the Nerd of God Cast crew, Jessica Terror. Wait, are we saying bye? Yeah, we are. Bye. <laughs> Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. Lovely Lady Lise Mati. Make good choices. Julia Cameron Colazzo. Adios. Alexandria Marca. Love you, friends. Quentin Gregory Neff. Kia Hoon. Oh, no. Oh, Steve-O no. Supremo. I don't read no good anyhow. Nick the Engineer. <laughs> Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't gots to go home. But we can't stay here. Oh, we didn't have an ad this week.
It's the year 2000. The human race is on the verge of extinction. A cybernetic program called Christos has released an army of robotic soldiers with intent on taking over the world. But one man stands in the way of total planetary domination. His name is Gaxter. He's an ingenious hacker and black ops specialist, and he needs your help to get through the robot chase. Help Gaxter fight off evil robots and their animalistic leaders, such as the hyena, the gorilla, and the sugar glider. In the first ever first person RPG MMO real time strategy rail shooting race game ever. Help him hack into the mainframe to defeat Christos and save humanity. Experience the first ever game to include an adapter in the box for 25 controller local multiplayer. Mayhem. Now with 32 bits, it'll push your console to the absolute brink of destruction. The heat is hotter. The coolness is cooler. And the awesomeness is awesomer. The hottest selling game of the decade has restocked and hit shelves for the third time and is again available on every console known to man. It's Robot Chase. Because if you're not the one using the hardware, you're just a tool. I spent more time on the tennis court oh, than sorry. I did studying, if I'm being honest. Whatever you say, love. Also French for zero. I understood that. It was a good tennis reference. I live to give. Not gonna lie, though, I did not know that. I always wondered why they said 15, 15 love. 15 love. That was my number two, 15. Love, I, th I think love actually means like egg. It's like of the egg, like, like oeuvre. Uh. So it's egg like it's zero. Mm. You're so well-versed. I read a lot, darling. Well, I pay people to read to me. Imagine if they put that on Walkman. People reading to you. You could broadcast it, but to people on the go. If we're doing the hard work. Oh, as they're traveling. You could cast it? Eugene, we you, should really. Well, they were using their pods of transportation to kind of podcast? Yes. You're insane. That sounds ridiculous. Make it happen, Eugene. We'll, we'll split the profits. 